Hello? Hey everybody, it's Alex. I know that Matt and I have been on a bit of a hiatus, but we are back. Uh, actually, this episode was recorded back in July, and our editors have been slacking, but it's a two-parter for you. So part one will be this week, and part two will be next week. So stay tuned for that. So throughout this episode, we talk about coping skills, overnight call, all kinds of bodily function nightmares, and we tune into the Wimbledon action. Matt finally releases his inner Serena stand that I don't think you guys have seen before. We talk about passing our third block rotations, some surgery struggles, the need for a body break, the Area 51 raid, time travel, and bowel cleanouts. So thank you for listening. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Send us a tweet if you like. Thanks for listening. Well, hi, honey. Oh, are we starting? Hello. Oh, well, we clapped. We clapped. <laughs> we Alex clapped. Alex pretends like he's startled, but we did the, the clap, clap, clap. Mm-hmm. We are the synced help. and cinched. Yeah. Oh, synced and Ready. cinched for the gods. Oh, mama. It's, <laughs> like, uh... Every podcast is starting <laughs> like this now. It's like, yaws. <laughs> <laughs> this is called regression. <laughs> regression. We call this in the biz devolving. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's dust another is settling. <laughs> dust is the dust in the old bones is settling in for the podcast. <laughs> but it's another beautiful day in the Upper East Side. Yeah, we're very wealthy. <laughs> we're wealthy. We are healthy. We're taut. Our stomachs are really taut, <laughs> and. Life's good. We just go to dinner parties and we fight. <laughs> God, it's the best. And sometimes we shop. And then we have oh. to upgrade our apartments to make room for our clothes and shoes. Mm, I, Whenever I get a divorce, I redecorate and renovate my entire apartment. And it just, <laughs> it makes it feel like mine. It's like a fresh start. Yeah. I do it every five years. I replace all the marble with different marble slightly different marble <laughs> slightly different marble and all of the furniture goes into a dumpster <laughs> and i buy fresh new furniture fresh and new oh. and it just it really 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 helps it really it oh does. i just rubbed my eye i hate rubbing my eye uh oh uh, eyes are the window to illness everyone if oh my god eyes yes. it's so easy to get sick that way oh. but uh oh. Oh. God, I'm just, I'm getting ill in front of you guys. Oh, oh, oh. Help. Um, but if I do sound congested, everyone, it's the pollen count. Pollen count is still very high, and I'm very upset about it. Oh it's God. flipping July. When is the pollen gonna settle? Everything has bloomed. <laughs> it's bloomed. <laughs> She's still going off about the pollen count. <laughs> I know. Sorry, y'all. You have to listen to my uh, monologue about pollen every every episode unless the pollen were to quiet its ass down mm -hmm. and let me live a little let me live um i am a little raspy because i was belting into a pillow last night after some wine that <laughs> 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 was that was 
<laughs> um, that's what happened. That was, I want to say that was unexpected, but it's not. It's not. Um, I, it's me. I do get messages saying that that happens quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, go on. What were you singing? Walk me through your night. What did you do? So recently I had watched a clip, a YouTube clip of uh, Stephanie J. Block's Belting Range. Because my girl took home an Emmy for the Cher show. Oh. An Emmy. A Tony. Goddamn. <laughs> Editors. <laughs> Editors, edit that out. Don't make us look stupid. I know. Um, a Tony, everybody. Uh, and, and what so is a Tony? so happy. A Tony. Mm. It's for the stage. It's achievement in the stage. Okay. I Broadway see. Broadway and such. Such which, oh, such oh, 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 yeah. Well, that was very clear. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, Stephanie J. Block has been popping up on all my recommendeds, and there was a there was a clip of her belting range, and it's just different clips of uh, different notes. And I watched that, and so a bunch more Stephanie J. Block <laughs> things started popping up because you know how the algorithm works, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're spied on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and one of them was uh, Stephanie J. Block performing Memory from Cats. <gasps> oh, I love that song. And so oh. that's what I was singing along to. Because oh. I was like, I can get there. And I did. Yes. I fucking did. Good for you. Into a pillow. Thank you. And then I start burping <laughs> up air because like, all the air goes <laughs> yeah, into my esophagus. <laughs> like The weather <laughs> leaves collect and my burp. <laughs> I have the worst burps. It's wind. terrible. It's not healthy. Um, <laughs> it's not. You so could give yourself a pneumothorax. <laughs> so I don't do it for very long, and then I give myself a rest day afterwards. You know, <laughs> well, and I do some vocal fry. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Thank you. It's good Thank to work you. on your voice. Thank it's good you. to work on your voice. Yeah, um, I've improved so much over these past few years. I really do think so. I yeah, honestly, uh, Alex and I were involved in a choir. Our first two years of medicine, and I, for me personally, it really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, the techniques that we learned, and like the way she would teach us to pronounce certain things, to hold the note, and I found that we didn't always sing like songs that were appropriate for like a community fun choir. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, oftentimes the men had to sing out of range, and uh, that wasn't always pleasant on the throat, but I do think that it really, you know, I think that was one of the single best choices I made going into medicine. Um, I had no idea who was going to be there when I decided to take a leap of faith and join the choir. And I remember walking up to the building, being all nervous, going, oh, God, I'm not going to know anyone. I've never sang in front of anyone before. It's going to be so embarrassing. What am I going to (laughs) do? They're going to be like, sing before you enter the choir. You must sing Sing, my angel of beauty. (laughs) And I'm just like, ah. Ah. But, uh, and then I walked in and two of my two of our colleagues in our class were there alex and michael mm-hmm. not you alex the, the other, other alex, alex. Oh. and i just what a relief you know it kind of took some of the pressure off and it was still scary and difficult and i remember we were singing uh that lion king song in the jungle mm-hmm. 
but she rearranged it so that a lot of our part would just us going whim away, whim away. <laughs> it's the best part <laughs> yes but the, we we didn't do like the normal melody it was like whim away a whim away a whim away a whim away and I was going, oh. you know, part like the melody because I couldn't read music for shit. Yes, <laughs> so I was like, just <laughs> what I often did during the <laughs> And anyway, it, it helped, and I think it was a great decision. And I'm glad you were able to join us after me badgering you for a prolonged period of time. Yes, they whittled me down, and I joined. Mm-hmm. And I showed up and I said hi, and then the <laughs> choir director said, "Oh, good, a tenor." <laughs> No, you like showed up and you were like, hello. hello. <laughs> she's like, welcome. And you're like, thank you. Thank you. It's so good and to be she's here. Like, she's like, ooh, a tenor. Get over there, sweetie. Get over there beside that dude. You're a tenor now, hon. You're a tenor. You're a tenor. And I was like, I'm just going to push through this. <laughs> and you it's never looked back. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, okay, I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. So I can continue <laughs> to function for the rest of the evening. <laughs> I'm going to pack that away. Save that one for later. Uh, another thing that I look back on that I think was one of my smarter choices was getting involved in our school's theatrical production we put on every year. Uh-huh. That was, when it's, I look back, yeah. those nights really are kind of like the highlights of my year I every know. Year. I was trying to rework the script and rehearsing. All that stuff sucks. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> no it was good but it was hard work like oh yeah in our first and second year we were heavily involved like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i scaled back a little bit in third year because i was so far away yeah and i found when i would skype in or google call for meetings that i was getting lost in a lot of like the the background noise y'all were having from your synergy oh but uh <laughs> the synergy was so noisy darling couldn't hear a thing yeah but uh that's fair we were writing that script, and that was hard. We would we would take our stuff from scratch, and we'd take melodies from songs. We'd write all our own lyrics. And mm-hmm. Then the rehearsal, my goodness, the dancing, then the singing, and blah, 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 blah. I will say that we're a class, we always redo the lyrics, and not every class does that. Some people barely sing at all, and if they do sing, mm-hmm. it's, they just sing the song as written. Yeah. And all of our music is live every year. Oh, yeah, we don't play any really recordings. Impressive. We have our own lyrics that we write. Alex, the other Alex, even composed <laughs> some music and composed mm-hmm. some scores. And yeah. we had people choreographing. And I just think <clears throat> everything on that stage is from us. <laughs> it's from No cutting high. corners. No. We lucked out with a lot of musically literate people. We have, and just uh, the rush of performance. <laughs> I <laughs> I love performing. Once I start, I love it, right? Because it's a room full of people that don't know me. The lights are on me. <laughs> They're watching me. And it's like a rush that... Now I know why like celebs and singers like, go a little cray-cray. <laughs> When their careers go downhill, because like that rush, man, that rush, that rush, you chase rush. it, you do. You feel so empty after. You feel so good when we won. We'd celebrate, oh, yeah. and but like that cheer. night after, <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> well, the first, yeah, the first year we just went back to the hotel room and died. 
<laughs> second year i went for like you know a little celebration and then third year i was like we did it again <laughs> just you know really just dance the night away and then the next day the next like, day i'm so empty yes i feel vacant <laughs> so it's an interesting phenomenon because even us doing local Med school theater production, you really feel like a star. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I can't imagine uh, being Justin Bieber and just having hundreds of thousands of people screaming my name. I don't know how you could give that up. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So if you were going to be a real housewife, oh, since we're on the Upper East Side. Are we side, doing a BuzzFeed quiz? <laughs> <laughs> who who would you be if you had to pick between? It can be any of the oh, cast, former... Former and uh, current. That's tough. Isn't it? That's tough. <laughs> Explain your thought process. Like, are you thinking between a few? Or are you like, ooh, my snobbery and kombucha is a little bit Luan, but like my snake-like nature is a little bit Ramona. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like, oh, they all have like a fatal flaw. I don't want to be any of them. <laughs> well, everyone has a fatal flaw, darling. I know. Which one of yours matches theirs? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could. I. I'm gonna say Sonia. I'm like. I'm visualizing Sonia. She keeps coming to the forefront. Okay. And I don't know why, but that's that's what's coming up. I just think I could embrace the silliness and the cray cray, and. <laughs> <laughs> And I could just do my weird shows for the gays. <laughs> and I could See, have like these my weird like product launches. <laughs> and, like, okay. Whatever foreign soccer teams are endorsing me and I could just wear nice clothes that are well, falling I'll, apart from like the eighties. I'll be expecting your toaster oven mm-hmm. um demo in the mail. Yeah, I'll do like a whole press release and then it'll never hit stores. <laughs> I'll be like, it's coming, everyone. It's coming. Why are you so Trust obsessed me. with me? It's just my football teams need a lot of attention right now. And like, I have to coach them. Mm-hmm. I have to get them through the Super Bowl. I just have to. And oh my God, all these diplomats are staying at my house and I have to entertain them. I'll just do a bunch of Kickstarters and... The products will never, <laughs> will never actually ship. I'd be like, well, well, you signed, you know, the release saying that it may not happen. So that's on you. <laughs> you knew there was I'm a risk. I'm keeping the money. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for the cash. I'll see you in San Tropez. <laughs> Maybe I no, won't. No, Phuket. I'll see you in Phuket. That's where she goes mm, every year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I just like to celebrate in Phuket. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, take me with you. <laughs> See, I was thinking you're like the more like controlled and like well-behaved one. And I'd be the one with like my tooth falling out. <laughs> and like my dress coming off. <laughs> so I'm like, would I be Sonia? <laughs> but... Well, if we were doing just... who I'm most like, yeah. I'd probably be Clamp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm most like. Probably, would you say Bethany? Hmm. 
You have Bethany's like wit and ability to cut people. <laughs> but she's like, you know, V ballsy and we're like mousy little. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. But that's the thing. No one's really like, oh, oh maybe I'm like Tinsy. I'm like, help me. I'm poor. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Mama. Mama, Mama, I'm talking like this Mama. because you're from the South. Mama, I just need help. Yeah, I'm probably a Tinsy at this point. <laughs> I in don't full. know. I'm unhappy. I in don't full. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking miserable. Tinsley, don't curse. Don't curse. Okay. Be my happy girl. I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where I'm at. <laughs> You wonder something sad that probably I forgot about that. That probably does fit. <laughs> I'm just like in an acrobat, full makeup, crying in public. Like, <laughs> I'm playing <laughs> drinking our Tito's, but I'm not like I don't know. You're, they're they're all such strong personalities that are like weird social circumstances so it's hard to yeah, fully yeah. identify it's true because i'm like i'm not like a socialite like i would not like a fallen from grace socialite because <laughs> i never got to grace <laughs> oh my god you have one outburst on a lawn and next thing you know <laughs> well like i don't have you know i don't have a trust fund unfortunately mm. uh wouldn't you just love to be a trust fund kid yeah Oh. But like a charitable one. Yeah, like a philanthropist. Yeah. So I can get the tax write-offs. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to my dad about this. I was like, I don't want to be self-made. <laughs> I like, I want to be born into wealth. <laughs> no, I don't want like wealth, wealth. You know, I don't want to be like some of these New York women. I don't need that. I just want enough to do what I want <laughs> and to look after my family. If I can go to London and buy a hat like Miss RuPaul, yeah. then I'm happy. Then I'm happy. Yeah, if I can go. everything shipped home. Yes. If I could go, gee, Willikers, Michelle, I went to, went to that hat store with Alex and we just went hog wild. <laughs> <laughs> like... And like you know, had no shame associated with spending that money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> money. If I didn't like break out into a sweat buying a pack of gum, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! One time in Montreal, I at was trying camp. to take yeah at band camp in Montreal. In Montreal. <laughs> I was uh, trying to take the the metro home, darling, and mm. I had run out of tickets because I didn't take the metro very often, and I would only buy like. You know, these it's like two tickets per per one right. little stub. Well, and, like, because you really like that one limousine company. Yeah. The travel. So exactly. I know sometimes when they were, like, booked, you would just take the metro because you were like, right. I'm not taking a cab. Like, that's yeah. stupid. If it was an emergency and they weren't, mm -hmm. like, waiting outside for me. I'm like, I can't wait for uh, you. I have to take the metro. Yes. Yeah. You forced yeah, my Actually, hand. he lives in the metro station. That's why <laughs> if it's an emergency, he just kind of walks onto the metro. <laughs> And I ran out of uh, little tickets, valid tickets, so I had to go, uh, and I didn't have any cash, and I think the uh, the little ATM ticket thingies were down, and so oh, I couldn't pay with a credit card. I know, it's like, just the perfect storm, so I had to go to one of those little <laughs> convenience stores, and I realized 
I wanted to get some cash back. Uh, and I realized I only had like seven dollars in my account. <laughs> and he was like, So how much cash back do you want? Like twenty bucks? I go and I was like, um, like five dollars. <laughs> And I had to buy something to get the cash back, so I bought like this tiny little thing of gum that was like seventy five cents. So I was like, "Oh Lord, what am I gonna buy? What am I gonna buy?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll take this gum and five dollars cash back." <laughs> oh my gosh. And I oh, made it home. <laughs> good for you, everyone. Oh, I made it. Um, you know, not all med student life is glamorous, y'all. <laughs> I was like, can Sometimes. I get a, can I get like cash back from my credit card? I'm like, I don't know. I'm naive. I don't know how to adult. And he's like, so that's a cash advance, and we don't yeah. do that. And I was no. like, okay, uh. you have to pay that back right away because it compounds a lot more quickly than other payments on a credit yeah. card. You get a cash advance. Amen. Amen, Aria. Little hot tips here. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I mean, we've all com- contemplated that. We're like. When's the loan coming in? <laughs> Don't got yeah. no money, but I got a credit card. Oh yes, I mean Man, I that's when I, I was skinny. Because if I ran out of food, oh. I just like would have to wait till the next food day because I, you know, was on a budget. So I oh, would shit. eat carrots till the end of the week. Oh wow, mm. that is <laughs> all right. Um, that is unhealthy. <laughs> what I'll say. In my head, I'm thinking, so glam. So glam, so chic. (laughs) But I don't mean that. Um, No. That's when I went a little orange, too, my palms. Oh, and you're eating all the... I was eating like two five-pound bags of carrots. Oh, girl. Mm. Oh, that's... I can't picture like a worse fate than just being stuck in Montreal (laughs) eating carrots because you have no fucking money. Oh, I mean, no flipping money. No flu. Pardon money. me. Pardon me, people. Oh, we have an explicit rating, so if y'all are offended, yeah. can you read? Spoiler alert, <laughs> there is swearing. So if that offends yes. you, please keep tuning in, but see a psychologist. <laughs> they will help you listen to us and enjoy it. Yeah. All for the simple price of $175 an hour. Uh-huh. There's so many apps these days, too. I haven't looked into any of those, but we'll mention them once we're sponsored. <laughs> oh, God. What is that called? Talks? Oh, yeah. There's one that's like Talkspace, is it? Talkspace. Is that a thing? It's Headspace. Yes. But is, it, is it Talkspace? Yeah, I think it's Talkspace. You find a therapist Ooh. and the cost of a yeah. month, you can message one anytime. Yeah. It's like the same as one session. Try Talkspace. Ooh. I think that's what it's called. Maybe. I wonder how that works. You just message them like, I'm visible! And they're like, it's okay. <laughs> they go, don't you curse. Focus on your breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I don't. Yeah, it is Talkspace. Talkspace oh. online therapy. Get your first week free. Talkspace oh, is the number one rated online therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed response times. A convenient Ooh. and affordable solution. That ellipsis. Mm. And then that (laughs) I don't know if they just have therapists like sitting like I picture like a call center, and then like yeah or message and it pops up on like their eighties computer and like green fonts and they're like 
right. type, 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 type. Yeah, or someone just like having a wine in their apartment, their fancy brownstone in Manhattan. They're like seeing oh, into their pillow. I have to respond to these people in crisis. Just give me a moment, darling. Let me get on my tweed coat and my pipe, my corn cob pipe. <laughs> we must postpone brunch. I have to talk to Alex and Matt. <laughs> they're telling us again about how they're. Oh, I think they use the word stressed, whatever that means. I'm too yeah, wealthy to is. know. Yeah, I'll just tell them to focus on their childhood. I love the memes that are going around about self-care, and it's like, take a day off, take a nap, take another nap, you know, like, just take a rest, meditate, just sit. I'm like, okay, but I can't, because I have things to do. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that is something I must, I must say, I simply Simply must must tell you the following thing. Listen. Listen, thank I'm you. Tuned, fully tuned in. Uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. I got <laughs> carried away. No, okay. I am committed for the rest of my time in my clinical training uh-huh. to really try to develop a mindfulness practice. Oh, I'm gonna try, even if it's 30 seconds, and that's all I can do. <laughs> well, sometimes after 30 seconds, you're like panicking, trying to meditate. Okay. But I want to get into like meditating for a hot minute uh-huh. and build my stamina. Cause I just think that's going to be important going forward because the stress is mounting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you I know, love when, I love that where you. what it feels. Thank you so much. You've <laughs> always been such a dear friend <laughs> and I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, again, we don't associate outside of the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> But what it feels like right now, for those of you who know someone in our circumstance, I will break it down how it feels right now for you right here. You simply must listen, Mary. Mary? 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 Oh, good. She's good. good. (laughs) Nope, nope. She's there. I see her. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, What it feels is thrill. It feels like multiple streams diverging or converging. What word am I looking for? Multiple streams converging into one pool of molten hot lava oh because we have to really finalize our next year elective plans we have to come up with like our our experiences that have shaped us so we can talk about it interviews we have to start planning our accommodations and our flights we have our research project still looming over us we have (laughs) our exams coming and we are reaching the peak of our clinical knowledge right now because People do regress a little bit in fourth year from all the travel. Uh, So there's a lot of skills that I still am working on refining because this is our one chance to see everything, ladies and gentlemen, because once we start residency, it's going to be much more focused. Mm -hmm. And I would, I just want to really work on getting that generalist foundation down. I want to practice my suturing, get good at that, even though I don't intend on ever suturing in my career. (laughs) I want to see more deliveries. I want to practice more intubations, even though none of those skills will be relevant if all goes well and I'm in my future career. And it just uh, is a very little time. And I'm very committed to enjoying myself in where I'm living (laughs) for the summer. Oh, gosh, that does seem like a lot, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) (laughs) And you, you have the same. 
I Yours know. is a little different because of how your curriculum works. You won't have the opportunity to practice everything because yeah. you're going to have to do what they tell you to do. But Yeah, I have Obstein left and that's what I'll be mm. doing. And you'll be diving into that, whereas I kind of have more autonomy yeah you can be like what i well, want out of my curriculum you know tune up what needs to be tuned because like and because we're so all over the place there's a lot that still needs fine tuning because you'll get a day somewhere and then you'll go weeks and then you'll get another morning and then you have to go back and it's like lord lift me up <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. tell me i'm pretty thank you lord <laughs> Love RuPaul. Insert cricket sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, tell me I'm pretty. The Trick audience her. is like Trick also her. probably cricketing because I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm just kind of stream of consciousness speaking I and whatever that's comes out. Important info. Thank you. I'm trying to open up as to what it really looks like to be a medical student because it's not glamorous people that's one thing i want yeah. to drive home <laughs> it's not glamorous we're not we're not glowing and full makeup like christina yang at three in the morning looking perfect mm -hmm. talking about our bloodlust for knowledge no it's like 3 a.m one eyes out of its socket <laughs> <laughs> the other one just got like a film i don't know what that film is it's just like a film over my, oh my vision God. I'm 12 cups of yeah. coffee deep. And yeah. then I just, <laughs> I take a little bit of ginseng and it just makes it all better. Ginkgo biloba. Yeah. I'm like, where's my ginkgo? I need it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I can, like, like, where is my rosemary essential oil? <laughs> I need to bathe in the tea tree oil because I can feel the whiteheads just forming throughout the night. I'm like, oh God, I can feel another one. Oh God, there's another one here. Oh God. Oh. I have one right on... I have two really bad pimples that I just feel the pressure of right now. It's like the worst when it's just under the skin. Yes, you just feel it And you're it like brewing. just erupt already. <laughs> I know! It's been two weeks erupt. <laughs> I'm ready to meet you in person. Oh my god, I put like a heat pack on them. I'm like, oh, we just need to do like a heat treatment. I call, them, I call it a heat treatment. <laughs> it makes me feel fancy. I'm like, okay, we're just going to do a heat treatment on this. And then we'll be looking good tomorrow. Oh my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Goodness gracious. Gracious, I can't see that. Um also what I do in the morning to just lift my spirits. I have you oh. seen the Devil Wars Prada? We talked about this. Have you not? I, I wanna say that I have, but I have no yeah. recollection of any kind of of the movie other than Meryl Streep is in it, right? And she has gray mm -hmm. hair, mm -hmm. grayish hair. Yeah. I don't even know who else is in it. Is it Anne Hathaway? Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, baby. If Anne Hathaway, Mary. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. So thank you for tuning in, Mayor. <laughs> and um, Emily Blunt and Stanley Tucci. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So what do... All right. Uh, I'm not familiar, but you mm. tell me what you do because I need tips sure. and tricks. Sure. It just makes me giggle. Um, so there's a scene where Anne Hathaway is getting her her glow up, her makeover by Stanley Tucci, and he uh, brings her into the Vogue like closet, um, and the magazine's called Runway, but you, we all know it's Vogue. Um, 
and she's looking at everything and she's, you know, just taking it all in and he starts pulling things and he says like, okay, we're doing this for you. We're doing this Dolce for you. <laughs> so when, I, and when, I, when I'm like putting an outfit together, that's always what I say to myself. Okay, we're doing this for you. <laughs> we're doing this Dolce for you. <laughs> oh my God. Shoes. We need Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> They're all. It's all George Walmart brand clothing. You're like, we're gonna do George for you. George here. We're gonna get this George socks. You're oh like, my God. Uh, and the Louboutins. <laughs> we're doing this old navy slub tee for you. <laughs> we're gonna do the Gap dark jeans that we pretend aren't jeans in clinic. <laughs> no, that's good. If it lifts, oh, you're you're very good at having little things that lifts you up. You have your little your little rituals, and we won't say what they are. Oh my god, what business. are they? Do I forget them? Well, you know, like if you're driving, pretending you're being interviewed, you enjoy doing that, and that lifts you up. And mm-hmm. you do that at home, or you sit in your chair, cross-legged, being poised, mm-hmm. pretending to be poised for the camera. <laughs> And I'm like, that's nice to have little routines. That... Oh my God, Ellen, you would not believe <laughs> what oh happened God. to me Ellen? the other day. <laughs> and Ellen's like, that's great. I'm vegan. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You're like, oh. <laughs> I mean, if anybody could be vegan, I feel like you could. Oh yeah, I probably could. I would just need to like maul a rotisserie chicken every once in a while in my closet. <laughs> When nobody's looking. <laughs> as long as it was um, raised with love. Yes. Yes. Free range, happy, happy chickens. Just like once every three months. And I'm only semi-kidding, audience. No. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm a meat eater. Um, if I and a mouth was living, my, I was living <laughs> my best life, I would probably... Cut out the animal cruelty. Yeah. Because it is sad. And I'm but... probably like 90 to 95% vegetarian, but I know people hate when people say that. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that? You're either all or nothing. But you know what? If we could all reduce our meat consumption. Mm, it's true. People bit. could just cut down. Because we can't expect everyone to go. It's not within everyone's circumstance, either socially, economically, um, or culturally. value wise culturally that's a good point um, to do something like that yeah. but if everyone could work on reducing a little it would help greenhouse emissions reduce the cruelty yeah. um, I'm not an expert on this at all so <laughs> I'm not going to preach at yeah, you don't guys don't ask us any more follow up questions <laughs> yeah don't ask us follow up we're just kind of those people that will read like the captions <laughs> on articles and <laughs> And then keep like, scrolling oh by. God, and things go. are happening. Things are really happening out there. I'm like, I've watched a few YouTube videos on things, but I know that those are all coming from a somewhat biased lens as well. Yeah. But I the liberal like to... media. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> I do like to think that I am a hero by spreading this message. I know. Of reducing meat consumption. Think of how many. Hundreds upon the thousands of years we're reaching. <laughs> we are helping Sweden. Hi, Sweden. Hi. Oh, um, yeah, Sweden. We're, we're, do their <laughs> we're helping, you know, we're helping. 
<laughs> we are helping. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to help you help me. So, you can keep this in. We don't have to edit this out, but this will be fun. Ooh. I have to poop. I have to poop. This coffee is working its way through me, so we're going to have to take a 10-minute break. We'll edit out the 10-minute pause. Oh, my God. We're taking a poop break, everybody. But, We've reached but, a new low here on the Tea and Toast podcast. I know. Y'all, I'm Just human. Play some I'm having music. coffee to stay awake, and I need. I don't I don't need to be holding it's back flatulence. probing at your sphincter. <laughs> yes. Your sphincter. So... I'm a real person, y'all. I'm showing vulnerability. Please respond positively to this. And if you don't, if we get backlash, we're going to have to go back and edit the whole thing out. Oh my gosh. We'll have to replace the audio file and then Spotify will have a meltdown. I'm still emailing uh, with Spotify. Heather. I know. Heather's going to be like, sorry. Oh my God, Heather, please respond. Can't do it. It's too much. I'm overworked. She's like, we're taking a look backstage. I'm like, enough. Just fix it. <laughs> yeah. Enough with the like figured enough Heather. I need this poop edited out. <laughs> All right. Be right back, y'all. BRB. Hello. Hey. I'm back. She's back. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, because I hate, and, you know, being idle, I took the opportunity to be productive, and I checked in on the Wimbledon score. Yes, I was looking as well. Oh, great <gasps> minds think the same. Um, and, yeah, Federer is doing well. Yeah, holding interesting. Holding his own against Djokovic. Like the tie break in the first set, and then he blasted through the second one, six to one. What the hell? Now it looks like we may be going into another tiebreak. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, anyone you're rooting for in particular? Um, I don't think so. Not really. But we did see Federer's booty in Montreal, so I feel like we have to root for him. <laughs> right. We saw his we, butt in the flesh. We did. In shorts. <laughs> and I just... Yeah, you're right. I did see him in the flesh, so I guess I'm going to give him the edge. I never thought of it that way. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Um, This is a a good transition into Wimbledon talk. Oh, okay. Uh, Strap in for a segment, everyone. (laughs) Oh. So, I just don't... It's so hard to even, for me personally, to give that much of a damn during (laughs) men's tennis. Mm. Because the same three people win everything so it's hard to like have any sense of suspense <laughs> right kudos it has to be respected they're the best that ever was and they're all playing at the same time mm-hmm. and they're taking all the trophies and keeping it away from the girlies and the next gen is not really able to break through the next generation that they've been like touting for like five years now we're getting older they're getting, I know, they're all eh? getting older and they're still not keeping up with the girlies yeah <laughs> with the big women's yeah the grown women's are just staying a couple yards ahead yeah so i read this stat yesterday and i like screamed about it but i can't remember if it's 51 or 54 okay but the big three so roger federer 
Rafa Nadal and Novak Djokovic have won either 51 or 54 of the last 59 Grand Slams. Holy shit. And there's four a year, so y'all can do that math. It's too much for me. But, <laughs> um, like what, last 15-ish years? Am I wrong? Four times 10 is 40. Yeah. And then almost at 60, 60, so last 15 years. Yeah. They've been absolutely dominant which is why there's just no suspense going into a men's grand slam anymore i'm like well take a pick mm. and we can't forget about sir andy murray who has not had um the same storied career as the others but has always been considered part of the big four mm-hmm. he's won probably three during that time so really they've monopolized almost the entirety yeah of the Grand Slams. I think Vavrinka won two or three, and I think that might actually be it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Del, Bo- Del Potro won one. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And that might bring us up to 59. And then the Olympics. He won the Olympics. No, who won? Del Andy Potro? Murray. Andy Murray won. Yeah, Andy yeah. Murray won the Olympics. I think he won, interestingly enough, he won in 2012 and 2016, so he won back-to-back oh, yeah. gold medals. Oh, just because he is not... Uh, uh, he's not as uh dominant as the other three but he managed to take the the gold twice mm-hmm. so and that i think not that wasn't quite the start of djokovic's era of dominance 20, 2012 i think he started 2013 uh-huh. really dominating the really dominating the other girlies <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i'm rooting for federer i think I do think at the end of it all, Djokovic is probably going to come out with the most slams, I think. Oh, yeah? I do. I see Djokovic winning like two more a year for the next like few years, and I think that'll put him beyond Federer. Hmm. But that that doesn't mean he'll be the GOAT. Perhaps Federer will stay the GOAT because he's well-loved universally. He's been at the top for a long time. He's in his late 30s, and he's still winning titles, and all those factors will come into play. But uh, I'm I'm rooting for Fed, although I don't want him to pass Serena's slam count. That's my only concern. Because oh. <laughs> right now she's got more than all of them. I think Federer is at like 20 and she's at 23. Oh, okay. So I, that. I think uh, if Djokovic wins it, it'll put him at like, I don't know, 17 or something. So he has a little more time to... To uh, not catch up. So maybe I'm rooting for Djokovic. I don't know. But I felt nothing watching the Federer-Nadal match. I felt the audience was like losing <laughs> their mind. And I was like, I hope they both go home. Shante, <laughs> you both go home. Sashay like, away. Like, let somebody else. <laughs> like, have let a somebody shot. somebody else have a turn. <laughs> but, then, but then that's not a good attitude. This is competitive sport where the best are the best. And if you're the best, you deserve to win. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a tad boring. It's a meritocracy. And that's my, and I know men's tennis tends to be more popular. I personally prefer watching women's tennis. But will that change when the Williams sisters retire? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> You'd be like, I'm done. I'm done with the whole <laughs> I'm thing. Like, I'm done with all of it. <laughs> And on that sad note, my girl, my queen, 
Miss Mrs. Serena Jamika Williams lost in straight sets to mm-hmm. Simona something Halep <laughs> <laughs> in the finals of Wimbledon. Yes. And it was a very convincing victory on Halep's part. She played phenomenal tennis. Have you had, did you have a chance to stream it or did you just watch the score? No, I, could I feel not. like you said you couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. That's weird because for a lot of it, um, YouTube would stream a day oh. at Wimbledon and would stream all the matches. Like, well, they would have to select which ones were they were going to stream, but oh, um, it's possible they weren't offering it for the final because they want people to tune in and pay their money for a subscription. Sure, sure. And it was. Simona only hit like three unforced errors the entire match. Wow. Which is like unheard of. Yeah. And yeah, and Serena was spraying them all over the place. Oh, yeah. It was, I think, nerves got her again. Like, even if she wasn't nervous and she's playing freely, it still would have been a battle because Simona was covering every inch of that court mm-hmm. and just, she would like reach her arm out and like, just get a racket on the ball and it would come back like a perfect accidental like you know when you accidentally hit an amazing shot like she was doing that over and over like yeah it was everything was going her way and she come on what the hell (laughs) (laughs) how was she doing that (laughs) yeah it was like me watching from the chair i'm like come on are you kidding me and when your opponent is visibly nervous like serena was visibly spraying errors everywhere missing serves like missing serves from like a hefty margin like she goes for the lines and occasionally she misses by like a couple centimeters but she was like like a foot (laughs) off on some of those serves and when your opponent is nervous it makes you less nervous Mm -hmm. because it was simona's first wimbledon final and Presumably, she would have been nervous if Serena was playing well, because it's a new experience for her, but kudos. She's a hard worker. She deserves, you know, titles and praise, mm-hmm. but I just wanted history to be made. I, I wanted Serena to make some herstory, and I wanted to see it. I know you did, baby, but I assume she's coming back for the U.S. Open? Yeah, that... Mm, you so. know, do you think and, she has a shot? Uh, I don't know. I think I don't know. <laughs> and that's the thing. I I mean, I'm sure she has a shot. She's gotten herself in three Grand Slam finals since returning mm-hmm. from um man maternity. The whole three months off she took for maternity. <laughs> um. So we'll see. I mean, she's done enough. She's one twenty three. She's come back at a at an older age from a traumatic birth and some pulmonary embolisms, and she's made three finals, and that's remarkable in and of itself. Um, Belgian tennis player Kim Kleisters came back from motherhood and won a few slams, but she waited years before she came back. Okay. She let her body rest and recover, and she made sure she was back in tip-top form before she stepped on the court and serena was still breastfeeding when she took her first match for goodness right. sake oh my goodness she was early postpartum and breastfeeding and she stopped breastfeeding after six months because she thought it would help her game and she cried over it and she had to deal with those emotions and 
she still managed to make some finals in 2018 impressive and you know she's looking better all the time when you think back she's making shots that she missed when she first came back and she's looking fitter it takes time the body takes time to get back to where it was and unfortunately she doesn't have it right you know if she had gotten pregnant at 25 sure she could have come back and Mm -hmm. won all the slams and Mm -hmm. but to get pregnant at 35 36 when you're already remarkable for playing at the top is even more remarkable amen so so baby you did enough but i'm rooting (laughs) for you you deserve it for you but the nerves the nerves get her every time it seems she plays really well the whole tournament and fights valiantly to get to the final and then she is having some sort of mental block as i'm sure we all would Mm -hmm. nobody's tougher than her mentally and even she's struggling to get over the line it's a beast the mental aspect yeah absolutely mental aspect of if you want to succeed in everything you gotta be yeah. willing to block out all the extraneous crap and keep moving forward mm-hmm. and that's hard and that's hard in today's society when we're constantly accessible and we have distractions everywhere oh god i know sometimes when i'm just super tired i find myself like scrolling through facebook not even, just like catching the the headlines you know and then I, I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to just close this and get something done. And then I'll like pick up my phone and open Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know. And sometimes you catch yourself doing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, buckle down. Come on. And then like 20 minutes later, I come out of a fog and I'm like, am I on Facebook? <laughs> I know. You're like, I'm like barely I don't conscious. even like Facebook. I know. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, it's hard. It's getting harder for people. It must be to study. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling I'm it. thinking. Yeah. I was, I was in a fog the other morning. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did. I was like, <laughs> I got out of bed and then I went to the bathroom and I pulled down my pantaloons <laughs> and I had my morning pee and I realized that I was just peeing into my, into my underwear. <laughs> Because I hadn't pulled them down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! And I was like, "Whoopsie!" (laughs) I was like, "Well, that's just great." Oh my god! (laughs) I was like half asleep. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Good thing you weren't at the hospital. I know, and that's what I thought. I thought, Jesus, this is like a lesson. A lesson learned. For what if you're on call? Can you imagine? You just like pee all the way down your fucking pants. You're like, well, I guess I gotta respond to this call. Just show up. Yes, everybody, I peed myself. Let's all move on. (laughs) Well, okay, I can tell this story because we're anonymous anyway. This will make you feel better about you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, and no, me saying my colleague is not a euphemism for me. This was genuinely my colleague. Back in the day, uh, where I used to work, we used to do like weekend call mm-hmm. where we have to stay pretty much on site for 48 hours and such. And anyway, so my colleague went for, decided to go for a walk <laughs> along, you know, I don't know, there was a nice park near the hospital. So he was walking along there and he got a call 
saying he had to come back and he was like 25 minutes away and you when you're on call you have to be within a half an hour so he was booking it back and all of a sudden he's like oh my god i had to shit so bad and he said he was like sprinting had to stop and bend over because he was cramping (laughs) and anyway so he didn't make it to a toilet he actually shit his pants and he was like it's okay like i'll change into my other he had like some other clothes he could wear he had like his people clothes and his scrubs so he's like i'll change out of my scrubs and i'll put on people clothes because it's on call after hours anyway Uh gets into his department the patient and a nurse are waiting for him (laughs) they had gotten security (laughs) to unlock the department so he had to do the exam with a giant um, like turds in his (laughs) underwear and he said the nurse was like standing beside him to help with the patient and he said her face was like obviously nose was like scrunched and he was like this is what you get for barging into my department when i'm not ready (laughs) so that's the thing and when people aren't ready expect to smell their poo (laughs) exactly (laughs) when you're not thoroughly ready expect a little bit of dookie he wasn't don't prepped. knock first expect a little bit of dookie yeah give people time to prep <laughs> well that's the thing with like apartment living sometimes people just like knock and they'll like start turning the key and i'm like excuse you this apartment? is my home who's barging into your apartment like oh, maintenance yeah and like mm. sometimes like i feel like they usually give notice if they're doing like a legally they have to yeah i know i um like checking the smoke detectors like the ventilation but even if they do give notice if you're like on the toilet (laughs) with the door open and then they're like knocking (laughs) and then you're like oh god what do i do and then you hear the key and and you're like wait (laughs) it's like jesus (laughs) you're like wait i don't want to run and have the turd slip onto the floor wait i'm like four feet from the door on the toilet (laughs) ladies he has a big bathroom ladies four feet ladies <laughs> yeah um that actually we had maintenance barge into our apartment the other day i had left for work school whatever um early my roommate was still here and he was like in bed just like contemplating how he doesn't want to start the day you know crying <laughs> And all of a sudden, he just, like, hears someone in the kitchen. And he's like, did Matt come back? And he walks out, and fucking maintenance is in here. <laughs> and he's like, can I help you? <laughs> the guy's I like, yeah, totally I make sure him saying that. <laughs> like, can yeah, I'm maintenance. You? Like, He's like, uh, I had no idea you were coming. And why did you not knock? Like, you just came into the apartment. And our landlord goes, oh, we must have forgot to send an email. <laughs> we're yeah. like, well... Then we forgot to let you into the apartment. Get out. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, he could have been swinging from a chandelier. I know. You know, like, he could have been on a wrecking ball. Uh. Like Miley. And <laughs> licking a hammer like Miley. He could have been licking Thor's hammer, Ooh. which we all have fantasized about doing <laughs> at one point. And After don't waking. deny it, Mary. <laughs> Don't deny it, Mary. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
it's yeah i guess yeah apartment living is great you don't have to deal with a lot of hoopla that homeowners have to deal with but i would like to be able to feel free you know like if you have a house with a large lawn and there's no neighbors around you can just belt it out you don't have to worry yeah i wouldn't need to belt into a pillow yeah you could keep like your windows open and oh my goodness (laughs) alex excuse yourself (laughs) that was not me that was not me and uh i lost that was so it was so loud it like jarred my head and lost my train of thought (laughs) um house house living oh yeah freedom you could just be it would be freeing i think and i think if i ever do own a house it would feel monumental you know, to have a space that's finally yours. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. And not be transient so right. much. Like we oh, have that's been. the biggest thing. People don't talk about that with med school, especially if you're trying to match to internal. Because mm. it's yeah. like you do the whole med school thing for like three years, and then the fourth year you're up in the air. And then you match, and you do your three core years of internal, and then you got to match to something else. It's like, yeah. oh my God god it's it's you almost have to have like an established relationship before going into medicine because (laughs) like it's hard to (laughs) or else you wind up alone (laughs) (laughs) well really because who is most people don't have the the patience to be like hi yeah we're just starting to see each other Oop, my schedule's booked for the next six weeks see you when i have a minute like most people aren't and then Oop, I'm moving to a new place for my clinical education. Sorry, you can move with me, even though we don't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. Then, oop, I'm flying all over the place next year. And then, oop, I'm moving somewhere for residency. And then I, oop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I know. So, oh, I mean, I wouldn't, like, if I had just met somebody and I was in their shoes and they were in medicine moving around, I wouldn't follow them. I'd be like, I'd be like we haven't been. <laughs> we haven't been together like <laughs> long enough for me to follow you and give up my my thing i got going on so mm-hmm. i mean not easy not easy hence it's why i'm alone easy. yeah <laughs> well then yeah that's the only reason why i'm alone that, that's the only reason <laughs> just that trust me i have people pounding on my door saying be with me Please. i love you and i'm just so altruistic that i say yeah. No, I can't expect you to give up your life for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm a saint. I'm preemptively having all of those relationship conversations. I'm like, <laughs> no, stay. I can't. I can't do that to you. And it just oh, saves you... me a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you practice them in the mirror. <laughs> Everyone you meet, you're like, ah, I can't. I can't. I'm I can't sorry. expect you to do that. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're like, I know. I know know you want to be with me, but I'm setting you free, I promise. If you love something, set it free. Yes, and if it comes back to you, it's yours for another five years. Hit it with a bat. (laughs) If it comes back to you, you have it for another four year lease. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can decide to upgrade or side grade or downgrade your choice. Mm -hmm. How do we get on this topic? (laughs) We are spilling the tea. No idea. 
And that's why a lot of people in our class are dating each other. Um, Yeah, it's a very incestuous little class we have. It's, we, not actual incest, everyone. No, no. We just mean that we're all kind of brothers and sisters in arms (laughs) in our class. And uh, I think it's probably easier to date in medicine they get the struggle they're transient too Mm -hmm. you can try to couples match if you're serious enough and if not then no hard feelings they know the drill and it'd be appealing yeah i I don't know to me it seems a little bit like shitting where you eat (laughs) and i'm like i don't need that because we haven't had any awkward breakups in our class well (laughs) i didn't even get that dramatic no. So we haven't really had any blow up breakups in our class yeah, yet. It wasn't which like is good. it wasn't the relationship that was dramatic. It was the other people. Mm. Yeah. So we've been I guess they've been fortunate that way. Those who have decided to take the plunge and be together have stayed together. Yeah, they're gonna be together forever. <laughs> <laughs> it'll you know, us us late bloomers, we're gonna be looking at <laughs> Our marriages in our late 30s that are going to last. And all of our friends who got married in their late 20s will be divorced. <laughs> and we'll be able to look back and say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hate it good while it lasted. It's my turn. It's my turn, Miss Vangie. <laughs> oh, yes. That's the time. Everyone's tired. Just This'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll yeah. be the vows. I guess this will do. I'm tired. Uh, I never. I don't know. Do I? Maybe I have something. Something missing. But I don't really feel. I don't feel it. Either. I don't feel the internal pressure to meet someone because society's saying I'm I'm old. Er. No. Yeah. <laughs> I I I recognize the pressure. From. I recognize it and I rebuke I re- it. <laughs> I recognize it, but I don't. I don't internalize it. I I'm like, that's not for me. In the that's name not me. Of Jesus. Yes, exactly. I go. That's your thing. Yeah. I'm doing my thing, and that has nothing to do with me. Everybody has a thing. Mm-hmm. the The hardest part is probably friends are now starting to couple off, uh-huh. and get in a different phase of their life where they want to do like double dates and this and that and yeah and they're like i'm done with you and then when you do hang out it's like a bunch of couples you know rubbing each other's thighs and being all (laughs) cutesy to each other and it's like sharing the bill and you're like hello yes single (laughs) bill here i know one time there was seven people and it was three people splitting the bill or and then me going and me and the waitress actually and came me. and gave me a side hug oh <laughs> she goes it's okay oh i was like i know it's, I okay, know it's okay sandra i know it's okay <laughs> but i still you feel it yeah but like i'm not and then i but then i hear of the dramas and the mm-hmm. oh i don't know if i can do this tonight i have to check with so and so and i'm like i don't i don't need that i don't need that if someone wants to come enhance my life, that's fine. But ain't nobody gonna control it again. <laughs> and maybe that's selfish, but I wouldn't control anyone else. I'm like, I'll enhance yours. How is good for you? And we'll be mutually symbiotic. 
I guess that's redundant. We'll be symbiotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. You should yeah. write a book, a dating book. Oh God, how to stay single? <laughs> how to stay single and love it? Yeah. Oh God, how to stay single and accept it? <laughs> Microwave cooking for one. <laughs> Just put a lobster, put a live lobster in the microwave, and just nuke it. Well, but this is a PSA for everyone out there. If you're not happy, Huns, Huns is, you're never stuck. You can leave, and maybe you'll go through a little heck, but you can leave. Mm-hmm. You could you could shave your head tomorrow and take up running, and in. A year's time, like Carol Radsville, just run a marathon. Run the New York Marathon in seven hours. <laughs> yeah, or walk it. <laughs> run You're, it or you walk it. You can do whatever it. you want, people. Run it for like the first hundred meters and the last hundred meters. <laughs> so you can get some good photos. But then walk that thing in the middle. <laughs> well, the important thing will to get all the congratulatory texts and have parties yeah. to celebrate it. And then just take up smoking. Only in costume. <laughs> yes. We'll take a pregnant pause to allow the viewers, viewers, the listeners, editors, <laughs> edit that out, <laughs> to reflect on what we've spoken about. Because we've talked about some funny stuff, but we've also talked about some serious stuff. Some real things. And... If you like what you're hearing and you would like to share your own stories on relationships and how you're also not stuck and how you've proven that to yourself, send us an email <laughs> at teaandtoastpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mary, we're waiting on you, Mary. Mary, it's been too long. And you know what she did? She came to my house and she touched the Morgan letters. And they didn't even send me an email. She didn't Speaking even of, send me email, an email. I just opened our little email account and we have a message from Spotify <gasps> saying that apparently they have confirmed that our first episode is now updated. Oh, oh Heather, come through, <laughs> come Heather. through, Heather. Because if Heather. you all don't know, we redid our intro welcome to the podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't as shitty. <laughs> It wasn't as rough around the edges. Oh my god, it is updated. God bless. I mean, it was cute. It's spunky and fun and flirty. But the audio wasn't great, so... Yeah, it was the audio. Thought, that let's was, just yeah. polish it. Let's just polish it. And then we'll be flirty and fun and cute. And we'll polish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did. And it's been updated. 